Back. What are you say we're back? Going? He's just left already. <laughs> hey, listen to the cheers around the world. Millions been waiting for 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 us to get back together. Oh, it's yeah, biggest reformation since. Uh, can't think of one. Take that. That's that. We are the Tufty Club, for those who have never listened to us before. Um, and this is our third season, fourth season? Uh... I think it was first, we first came to prominence in the year that we... <laughs> the first year in the Premier League. <laughs> first year in the Premier League, weren't it? Back at... Uh... It was, yeah. Basically, when we got good, we decided we wanted to jump on the bandwagon. Well, you did. You made us do it. I can't remember what the bar was called at Leopold. Square was it? Alchemist? No, not Alchemist. What was it called? No, I think you're right. That's why we we that's that's where the idea uh, formed. If you'd have been quicker, then you could have made a joke about alchemy. Yeah. No point. Where, where we turn shit into gold. Yeah, I'm I'm Dead Bat, joined by uh, my regular co-host. Uh, yes, that's me, Mark Webster. <laughs> I'm uh, webding on the Twitters and that. An occasional uh, contributor? Yeah. Andrew Womba. <laughs> yeah, Womba. Yeah. It's good to have, to be fair, you you were here on the uh, on the on the last kind of proper one we did, right, Andrew? Yeah, the, the, the Platinum Jubilee special that we did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I just want to say, say I just I just want to say a, bit, a big thanks to some of my fans that wrote in after that episode. Just thank you, <laughs> thank you for my return. No wonder we got rid of this eager maniac. <laughs> I was going to say I should thank those that all uh, subscribe to our Patreon summer uh, specials. We we recorded eight and nine summer specials uh, that we uh, you know we put out that people had to they had to pay for them subscriber only because Roy, Roy's wanting some cash. So we thought we'll we'll have a is it Roy that's been asking people to pay him for his work? Well. Not actually, Roy. Someone posing as Roy. You know you've peaked then, don't you? Because like, obviously, Hal is the most famous, non-famous United fan. Uh, but I think he's got to raise his game now because once someone pretends to be you for monetary gain, then you've sort of, you've, you've, I think you need a blue tick, Roy, doesn't he, on Twitter? Yeah, but yeah, sorry we had to make it sort of subscriber only. We did some cracking summer specials, didn't we? You know, all sorts of oh. topics covered. Yeah, yeah. Some of the best received ones from our million Patreon uh, subscribers, yeah. But no, uh, is this, we, are, you, are, you talking, are you talking rubbish? Or is this true? <laughs> no, we're raking it in, Andy. We're, we're going <laughs> to retire next week. The reason I was late for this podcast is because I was buying a helicopter. That was a joke. Uh, we've, we've, done, we've done nothing over the summer. We, we had all these big plans. We were going to do all sorts of different things. And... Uh, Absolutely nothing. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you say sorry. Probably for the best, isn't it, really? Anyway, welcome to the live watch along of the final episode of Neighbours. That's what we're doing in tonight, is it? Yeah. Is it tonight or is it tomorrow? I think it's actually tomorrow. It's it's, it's happened in Australia already, but they're like a day oh. anyway, aren't they? Yeah, all any the... spoil- spoilers. Have all the big guns come, come on yet? Because Guy Pierce, Jason, and they're all on, yeah. Kyle, B- Bouncer, Mar- Margot, Robbie, Robbie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Doug Hodgson, 
Carvet. Who was your favorite favorite neighbor? Uh, Jim, Jim Robinson. He was a classic, weren't he? Toadfish. What, what makes you say Jim? <laughs> you just go down the fit girls uh, route. So you've surprised me there that you've you've looked into the characterization. Impressive. He's shaking his head. What's with the man? Get some beer down here and talk about neighbours. Oh, are, are, uh, are we drinking, by the way? Well, he already is, I can see. He's got his massive calendar on his wall and he's got his... Yeah, we should, we should say to the listeners, but just before we uh, started recording, a lot of our conversation was around Andrew's uh, backdrop, which is a huge calendar where it has Monday, the, you know, the letters of the week on the top and the numbers of, of the, the month, which is must be a good six foot by four foot on your wall. Build his wall. Bigger than his house. It's, it, in, fact, in fact, he's like covering a window. No. It's just Scandi vibes, isn't it? My wife loves it. So you're just going to have to put up with it. Well, I'm, I'm just planning what I'm doing for the rest of the month. <laughs> it is good for uh, disorganised people like me and Sarah. So what are you drinking, Andrew? I've got a, a Matt Goss and Luke the 28th Goss. 28th of July, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Matt Goss and Luke Goss special, Grolsch, with the bottle top on. Oh, yeah, I love those yeah. bottle tops. But yeah. You should have made the noise live on air as you crack. I will, I will do. I've got three more. Three? <laughs> how, long, <laughs> how long are you expecting this to be? What you, uh, what you gone for, uh, um, Mr Webster? Less considered, I've got Beavertown Gamma Ray simply because it was on offer. And it's the stronger of the two uh, that, that you can get. Yeah, I had, I had a couple of pints last night uh, before my first football match of the, the season. I went to watch Real Betis against Olympique Marseille. Ooh, at Betis. Chesterfield. Ooh, Betis. Ooh, <laughs> Betis v Marseille. I'm drinking um, a Merck Life Balance. A Merck Life. A, Very good. It's a ha- hazy, pay, hazy pale ale. So I'll let you know on that one. What percentage are we looking at? Five Magic Five. Rock Brewery. Are you, are you ready for the opening of my second bottle of Grolsch? Go on, man, get, get it the sound effects. Get it anything. Go on. No? A bit, bit more uh, percussive than I expected. Sorry. I bet there's not many other pods around the world that are uh, cracking out in bottles of Grolsch to the listeners to listen to on air. Niche content, really, is. It is. Anyway, uh, we, we haven't we haven't really obviously we've corresponded via text message and the like, but uh, we should we should tell the listeners what, what we've been up to. Uh, Mark, uh, getting COVID mostly. Um, well done. <laughs> so, finally, finally got it. Finally, finally got there. Last of us three to get it, weren't I? So, yeah, um, went to Glastonbury, which to be fair, it was inevitable that we were going to get it there. Um, and so then I spent, I went to Glastonbury, which was good. What were your highlights I, of uh, Glasto? Um, probably not getting COVID would, would, have, would be low on the, I don't, basically I would say number number one, self-esteem, even though she's a piag, but she were, she were brilliant. Um, two. If you, were, if you were a singer in a band and you were successful, would you, would you wear a shirt or not? Yeah. 
course. Yeah, okay. I, I had this conversation um, with with a, with my other showbiz pal Roy. Um, he charged me five pounds to have this conversation with him, and um, and we we basically said this, and I, I said, unfortunately, PIGs have got all the best artists, haven't they? We've got like Joe Elliott. Um, I don't know. That's bad, is it? Um, Paul Eaton. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> fair one. Uh, he were good. At, yeah, they were good at Glastonbury, actually. Um, caught end of them. Um, but yeah, they've got all the good artists. Uh, but then, as he quite rightly pointed out, it's all negated by the fact they've also got Reverend of the Makers. So that sort of brings it back down. But it, it, it was. He went to see. Uh, he saw her at Tramline Self Esteem, and he said. He rates every band he's ever seen. He puts you to shame for his stat on I don't know if he's ever shared this with you. He's got like every band he's ever seen is given a mark out of 10. And he basically said uh, he's going to knock a mark off for a wearing a Wednesday shirt. And I said, come on. you Basically, if you were in a band, you'd do the same. And I'm sure you two would as well. What shirt would you wear, Andrew? Oh, what, from United? You say you saw a, a, a band that got... A Charlie Hartfield shirt on. Did I? Yeah, no, that? I did. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah, at the fringe, one of the fringe things at Devonshire Green. I can't remember what they or before breakfast, I think they were called. Yeah, they are. And uh, yeah, she had the Laces home shirt with Hartfield on the back, and all the rest of the band had United shirts of different different years. They were good. They were good. So, what shirt would you wear? I'd probably wear that. Well, if United, just let's forget about United. My favourite ever shirt is still that Newcastle 95, 96 granddad shirt. I used so basically, to you try and be Sam Fender. <laughs> yeah, Sam Fender's sax- saxophonist. He wears it all the time, doesn't he? Would you, what would you, Dave? Because you're a bit of a, a bit of a snob on the kits, aren't you? Uh, going away from that, it was interesting at the match last night. Loads of those early nineties Marseille shirts in uh, oh. in operation. We were in the Real Betis section, oh, uh, but Betis. yeah, uh, quite a lot of Spanish people. I'm I'm, I'm French at, at the game, which surprised me. Well, that's a great opportunity for me to do my really terrible French impression. I did a foul, but I won't. It, it's best left in the past. But you you enjoyed you enjoyed Glastonbury. Yeah, self esteem best, followed by probably Wolf Alice and Wet Leg. Because it's it's year of at last, isn't it? Some summer of summer of ladies, I would I would say best best artists around at the minute, and um, better footballers than men as well. Well, you've been up to Andrew. Not much, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, just <laughs> what have I put? Working, daddy. What the put? You've actually you've actually had to make notes on what, on what you did. It's on his calendar behind. Fourteenth <laughs> work, fifteenth. <laughs> Being a dad, six seats work again. Just All turn right. around and read <laughs> off what's on that big calendar. Number one, <laughs> worked a lot, dadded a lot. Uh, went to watch Primal Screen do Screamadelica in Manchester. That was great. Uh, and then I'm off to Portugal at the end of the summer to be a best man for the stand. So that's that's good. How's your speech coming on? I've not started it yet. I hope it's better than your notes for this. <laughs> I've put it on the calendar. Wait till I turn August. It's all in there. Hang on. Do that again. <laughs> get a white pen. August a different colour. Yeah, because it's just a nice <sighs> option, isn't it? Nice option. Where you get the calendar from? It's just there. Online. Looks like an off-cut from printers. <laughs> you've, been, you've been around bins down at North End Fine Print, haven't you? Uh, no, no one been on holiday yet. Oh, I went to Scarborough. So did you. 
not the same time. I might yeah, add. different, different times. You got, you got any plans to go, go away? Or I'm waiting to die down. I'm not getting involved in that airport nonsense. <laughs> I, might, I might go in September, but you're going to risk it, aren't you? Yeah, I've got a got a, a week in Italy, a couple of weeks, but uh, oh, it'll probably be probably be shit. Like you say, airports will be awful. But uh, fuck you yeah. now. What are you moaning about? <laughs> oh, Just you're only there for three, four hours at most. I remind you that Andrew when you're there with with all your your stag friends uh wedding friends for six hours in a, in a couple of weeks sweating away in that <laughs> shed in Albufera <laughs> it'll be fine it'll be fine no I'm looking forward I'm, I'm looking forward to uh I guess they're going on a jumbo but it's uh it's Ryan <laughs> so it's barely that but uh looking forward to just Going somewhere, doing something. <laughs> Great country, Italy. Love it. Yeah. Favorite part of Italy? Florence. Yeah, I'd, I'd have probably said no, that. I'd, yeah, I'd but, agree but, with that. I would agree with that. But where you go in, I would say it does rival it. It's where, really where, nice. where are you going? Just down that coast bit near the bottom of the boot. Oh, I'm out there. <laughs> MFI yeah, coast down, oh. down there. You're fitting. You're fitting right, right round there. <laughs> Perfect for you. What way? <laughs> well, you have you. miserable bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Lots. Of, I don't know. I think you, you've, like I said in the last pod, you've changed. You've, you've gone for a bit of a fashion relaunch, haven't you? And I think you'll fit fit right in with your pastels. He's rebranded himself, hasn't he? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, like to take some fruit pastels and uh, wear pastels. Yeah, so that should be should be nice. But we've uh, we've sort of fitted things. We've got a trip to Wales as well. You must be going to Wales at some point, Andrew. Yeah, my mum and dad live there. Yes, just down, <laughs> down to Wales. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on Saturday. Yeah, go and see go and see the in laws. Yeah. You what, love? <laughs> Come on, let's get some flow. Come on. Just dying. <laughs> we should say at this point, uh, sort of kind of linked to our, our pod, uh, Bernard Cribbins, who was the original voice voice of uh, guy, Tufty, wasn't he, from the, the Crossing the Road, has, uh, has passed away today. I didn't get run over, did he? No, I don't think so. I don't <laughs> think he didn't follow his own instructions. Um, yeah, he'd had a good. He was ninety, wasn't he? So he'd had a decent, decent. Good, time knock, good knock, that. Good and knock. And like you say, he'd obviously always crossed the road sensibly, and yeah, but fair play to him. So uh, without him, we'd uh, we'd not have a, a name. Well, we would have a name actually, but we'd, well, we'd someone else would probably voiced him. But still, to Bernard, he's been in some good stuff as well. Through, yeah, uh, through to Bernard. Bernard. Well, cheers. Yeah, Cribs. Um. Yeah, it's been a, a, a. Have you? I suppose there's been all the politics stuff and the Euros. We're going to talk about any of that, or we're we just going to straight into uh, blades. Or God, Andrew, you're the one with the notes. I'm, I'm even less prepared. In fact, I'm going to make you look like bloody Stato or something on this one because I'm even worse prepared than you this this time. Politics is just depressing, isn't it? Genuinely, genuinely terrible state of affairs. But correct. Move on from that. Euros, I think, has been great. I've been in Sheffield a couple of times when the fans have been in Sweden and Switzerland. I was in town. Great atmosphere. 
Brilliant. Just sort of, per- of perving, mainly. Yeah. Oh, Andy, where, you, where have you gone? I'm just going into town. It's quiet tonight. Fred, don't need to go to the local shop. Oh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a nice offer down off Devonshire Green. It's yeah, on my massive I... calendar, love. I told you about it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not knocking uh, trad- traditional men's football and the, the following that they all get. Sounds like you're going to. Yeah. Well, I'm not because, I don't know, it's just, I think the last five years it's been been a bit hostile and some fans are just pretty fucking annoying. Uh, and it's just the atmosphere on the women's matches. It's just, it's not as uh, toxic. It's less just knobs, great. basically. Yeah, less tops. Yeah. Less well, knobs, more families, just more about, you know, inclusivity and, and being watching a sport rather than getting coked yeah. up in toilets and drinking garlic. Yeah. Less less knobs as well, uh, you know, genetically. <laughs> less actual penises. <laughs> yeah, but you're right, you're right. Uh, I, I wouldn't want uh, men's football to be totally and all that, but I think it's just gone a bit bit far since Brexit in particular. It's just full of dicks. It's, I think I think COVID's not helped either. I think they've been cooped up, crawling walls, yeah. and then they just... Yeah, it's just everywhere. You see, I mean, even the last tram lines I went to because I flogged my tickets for this year, I just couldn't be arsed with it. The last one I went to, even that was just pissing me off. It was like literally everywhere you turned, it were people trying to make it all about them and just snorting openly, like shoving coke up and then just being dickheads. And you just think, what are these stupid bum bags on the shoulders that they're carrying nowadays? Maybe I'm just too old. You're not got one, Andrew. (laughs) I need one. Put it on your calendar tomorrow. Yeah, Buy well. bum bag. But yeah, they, don't, they can't even wear them properly. Like, say it's called a bum bag for a reason. Mm-hmm. Get it around your ass. Exactly. You're not moving on to Prince Prince William here, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, Missus just told me about that. Why? What's happened? He likes being uh, bummed basically by his missus. Is that what he said? Do you honestly think he, it's just in a press conference? <laughs> oh, trending, no. trending Literally. Hashtag Prince of Pegging. Yeah, it's all, up, it's all over the Twitters apparently. Mrs. Yeah, she's like, she's like, well, it started with we're eating this tea. And she went, What's Pegging? I thought, Fuck, this is it's a birthday tomorrow. I thought this is taking a dark turn for me. Um, <laughs> so I, I explained what it was, and um, yeah, apparently it's Prince William. Uh, allegedly, I would say, in case uh, the Queen. How did you? Case. How did you know what it was? How did I know what it was? Same way as I know what anything is, just knowing it. Google. <laughs> <laughs> I just know it. Just aware. Squinting at Andy. <laughs> uh, worryingly, he's squinting at another screen, which got cricket on as well. Hey, pegging. I think it's pegging. That he's just reading about pegging. About pegging. You're pegging. Yeah. yeah. So bookmark that for later, Andy. We want your full attention. Not that sort Wait of attention. I, I, I need to Twitter this. So Prince William has admitted to liking pegging. No, it's a rumour. I think, I, well, it sounds like Mr. Beader knows more than me, but what I can gather is that uh, there's a photo that could allegedly finish him. Oof. I don't. Um, I, I've just read the same as everyone else just on Twitter and there's all these alleged kind of people in, in the know in that area that say oh it's well known that he's got a why, why would it finish him anyway it just come out it just like go yeah don't mind a bit of that 
So, yeah. It's not like it's not like the Royals are, are clean from controversy, is it? Really? Yeah, he could, so. he could come out and say, "At least I'm not a pedo." Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's good for Bramall Lane, though. Uh, the football as well. I thought you meant that. We're still talking about pegging then. Yeah, I think we've come out of it in a good light as a, as a football club and as a city. Would Would you say? Yeah, apart from idiots that write for tele- Telegraph. I saw that, yeah. Someone had said, oh, it should be a bigger state. But they wouldn't have known when they did. If it had been England not getting through, they would have probably not even sold maybe half the tickets. Ed, Ed Ball said something nice in the morning on, on ITV. He said that Bramall Lane's probably the perfect venue. He said it's still old school. It's close to the pitch. It's a nice capacity, 30,000. And I think it just looked great, didn't it? I think that's yeah. the right amount. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I know we're biased, but I've always loved our ground that it is. It's retained that proper old feel, but it's still, apart from cop cop bogs, still pretty modern and pretty. It, it looks so much it. better as well. They, had, they didn't have the netting up in the between the upper tier and lower tier, and it just looked more. I don't know it just looked more like a normal stadium with it, and that'll obviously go back up for. Didn't have us in. Game. We didn't have us in, yeah. But uh, no, I enjoy, I've enjoyed it. I think I've kind of accepted what it is. I think it's too easy to just say, "Oh, it's not as athletic. It's not as it's not this. It's not that." But it's it, it's still football. But it's a different kind of football, and there are positives about it. I think like it's more about technique and passing, and the crossing seems a lot. It just seems yeah, a lot we, more accurate. We, we want maybe, Bulldog maybe and Stevens. <laughs> you can't compare it. Standard, I know we've standards much better than I remember. Though. I think yeah, it, I, I think, think it's so. been good entertaining to watch. And that Frank Frank Kirby, she's a brilliant footballer, brilliant Frank. What do you, we we talk about the goalkeeping a bit, don't we? Saying the goalkeeping's yeah. not perhaps at the stand it should be. And I know we're probably a bit a bit sexist. I've said before they should make goals smaller, but um, they're not going to do that. But yeah, I, I, I do think if I, if I was a woman, I'd be going for the chip every time. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry, we're not talking about anything else. No, no, we're not. No. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you hit a high shot and sometimes pretty central or whatever, and they, they do struggle sometimes. And I've, yeah, I've, I've said it's come on quite a lot, women's football. I can't remember why I watched a match recently, like about a year ago. And I thought, bloody hell, this has come on a lot. So I went to see, I think Doncaster Bells played a final at Bramall Lane in like 2000 or something. And they were like a really good midfielder for Doncaster Bell, Jill Summit. I don't know, Jill. I want to say Jill Scott, but then I'm just thinking of Gil Scott Aaron, aren't I? Um, well, Scott she, is a player in the women's game. Well, it might be her then, like no, from, that, from that, way back. Was, yeah, no, I think that's she's. No, it, it was it was Summit anyway. She were basically she were head and shoulders above breast. Really good footballer, but all the rest of them just didn't have a clue basically. And I thought this is rubbish. Like like say I watched the game a year or two ago. I thought. Brilliant, really moved on, but yeah, I'm with you. Goalkeepers, they just they just need to get taller, don't they? You basically need to have a tall kid and just get them good at goalkeeping because there was some. I mean, I mean, people were saying, oh, people moan about goalkeeping. Swedish last not being very good, but English last has been brilliant. Well, first minute she got beat to a header from someone who didn't even jump off ground. So I don't know. It's that's the bit that's lacking for me. But otherwise, I agree with you. It's it's actually better in a lot of ways. More skillful, good technique. To the women, I have enjoyed it, and I obviously hope 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 they win. We have it. Women's football covered. <laughs> covered.
Um, anything else we want to discuss, or should we? It's meant we build this as well. We haven't built it as anything, yeah. We we had said what we were doing. We just turned up and said here we are again. But we we, we, we everyone else is doing a, a season preview, so uh, that's I suppose what we were meant to be doing today. So is there anything else in the world we want to discuss, or are we going to just talk about United? <laughs> Sound really disappointing, but yeah, I think we're better. Crack on, crack on. Well. I, I, I put a few notes down. I thought we'd talk about signings, business, uh, kits, that sort of stuff. And then we can sort of move on uh, to sort of predictions, feelings for the new season. Um, what, what what do we think of our of our business, Andrew? What do we think of our ins and outs? Uh, ooh, I've gone for a... I've marked it out of 10. I know you, <laughs> I know you, like, you like your figures and stats, don't you? I've gone for a 7 out of 10, which... I think the majority probably think I was scoring low there, but I think I do think we're missing a a proper 20, 30 goal goal score goals a game goals a season <laughs> uh, player. Hutter, don't stop at Hutter. <laughs> you know, Sharpie thirty mid thirties, thirty six, thirty seven. Brewster three goals in fifty games. McBurney nine goals or whatever in eighty games. Yeah, are these real stats? Or are you just plucking them out? Of the sky? I think they're just in my head, though. <laughs> but uh, I think all the other, the rest of it, it seems all right to me. <laughs> get a get a goal scorer in, a proper twenty goals, twenty goals a season, man. Get him in. He drops it. He's got <laughs> thirty goals a game to twenty goals a season. You're scaling it back. Yeah. Where do you stand? We sort, of, sort of moving around, but where do you stand on them bringing in? Like more defenders. I know we we had a lot of injuries there. We needed cover, but because I'm kind of with you, I I, I think the priority was a, a centre forward. And I'm not so, we're right to move on Moussa, but even even McGoldrick, as much as he would love, but we, we seems really short in that area. And I know he does things he wants to play with two tens, whether it's Kadraberg, you know, and whoever. But you still need someone who's going to hold the ball up. And people say, well, we don't play like that, but. The ball will just come back all the time. You can't play perfect football, to, you know, all the time. And yeah, I, I'm glad we've got some cover at the back and we're well covered. But is that the right area we should have been strengthening first? Uh, I, I think it out we there. To. And I think we needed to. I think the players he signed can cover a few of those positions. Assuming he's going to play a back three, this is obviously based on that assumption. He's, you know, like he's bought. Well, he's got Clark in on loan. That can cover that left and the central, and then same for that. I can't even remember what his name is. An Anal, isn't it? Not Anal. We're not going. We're not going to go down that. The, the principal. Oh, the Ahmed Ar- Ar- Hodzic. Him. Yeah, him. Um, he, he can play. Apparently, he can play all the way across. He's played on left hand side for someone. I don't know. Um, I'm just going on what other people have said. So he's it's good cover, um, and probably in the t- in. With Clark, it's probably first choice. He probably don't look at Robinson as his first choice, maybe. And probably same with the other one. He's probably going to displace Basham, probably, based on how he's done pre-season. Uh, but I'd maybe just gone with one of them. And, and like say, gone for a striker. I know they're hard to get, but just tried to try to find somewhere. And also, and I know you've said this, Dave, that you've tweeted about it, I think, just some legs in midfield, someone who can run around and kick people. I'm not sure where that Doyle's going to... I know he's not fit yet. I'm not sure where he's going to play. I, I thought he was more of an attacking midfielder, but I might be wrong on that. But 
I, I don't know whether we've got that protection in front of the 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 defence that we perhaps need. Andrew. Yeah, I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it. <laughs> you're all right. We're all right with Norwood and Fleck again playing for season. I don't mean that flippantly. Uh, That's a genuine question. No, no, genuinely not. <laughs> Norwood, 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 yes. Fleck. Who, so who partner? Who partners Norwood then in midfield? In well, I thought midfield. I thought Doyle was coming in to do that, but obviously he picked up an injury. They're not going to waste another transfer on another player. What? Because you've got Doyle coming back. I think Fleck's a decent squad player. We need to come in, uh, but. He's the manager, Hex. Not he don't want the legs. The uh, lad from Belgium, I can't can't Coyolde. Uh, Lebarley. I've not. Who seen have thought him. I'd be pronouncing the names correctly? <laughs> the first thing. Well, it's probably because you've pre- prepared. You've read it. <laughs> you heard his name on a, a couple of things. It's not like I've been walking around house. Coolabarley, Coolabarley, Coolabarley. Can do this. You say him three times, and he appears. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm probably with you, Andy. I would, if we'd given it marks, I'd probably be the same. Probably seven. I, I think we made some good signings. Nobody, you know, huge has left yet in terms of, you know, players we thought might leave, whether it's Berg or even an Endai or possibly an Egan. But um, they brought in some some decent sort of like sort of cover around the side. Kadra really excited me at Bramall Lane last season, but I think he will be frustrating at times from from. What Blackburn it, fans have, have said, you know, he'll have good games and he'll have games where it doesn't work. But that's a that's Gibbs White was a bit like that. I know he, he was yeah. consistent at the end, but yeah. I think I think there's a lot on. If 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 Brewster does does start well and perform well, I think the transfer window is goes from a seven to a nine. But he's still a massive unknown, isn't he? Uh, for us in particular, like his goal scoring record's awful. So, yeah, I've seen like everyone on like forums stuff saying, Oh, have you seen odds on Brewster 100 to or 50 to 1, 80 to 1 leading scorer in Champions? I'm like, I'm with you, Andy, and I don't want to knock him, but he scored three in 41 and he had four or five okay games, decent games, okay to decent games just before he got injured. But he weren't like ripping it up, he weren't like, My god, he's like terrorizing to you know, like he scored a few decent goals, he looked better than he was. And all of a sudden now, everyone's like, he's the man up front. He's going to be our leading scorer, you know, which worries me a bit because we're, you know, sharp, sharp, like you mid-30s. McBurney's just a waste of but space. The, but, but they were saying that last year, weren't they? Wait, watch Brewster go yeah. go crazy. That's just Twitter for you. You need to get, get down for you and speak to some prior profiles. They'll tell you it's for you. Yeah, I, I, what, what's your feelings on the, the striking positions, Mark? You've been quiet. Generally, well, I just mm. agree with what Andy said, although I'd, I'd go through them and I'd just be a bit more, I'm, I'm not going to make stats up. I'd say Sharp, old, Brewster, just unproven and rubbish. Well, not rubbish, but that's a bit harsh. Uh, McBurney, I can move that word forward, rubbish. Um, yeah, we need someone, we need something else. We, we've got options. But we've not got. I mean, we've lost the bloke options. Around. <laughs> yeah, we've got, we've got we've got sort of three or four options. Obviously, Kadra can play a bit further forward if need be, and I can. Um, we have got options, but none of them make you think. Oh yeah, they're going to get thirty goals a game. But even in Jai's a bit of a 
it's, it's a bit of a risk, isn't it? It, it, it? it played well at the start of the season last year, was off in the middle and then came back really well. But he's still only a, a youngster, isn't it? He? he can't guarantee that he's going to be amazing like the Twitter sphere thinks he's going to be. I think you're right. You've got him and Bruce to be counted on. Obviously, Sharp's still there, being counted on as kind of the source of goals. That 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 worries me. And I, I think we'll probably end up, uh, I'm being negative, here, but I think we'll start probably slowly and then he'll have to buy someone. I just think, well, why, why haven't we done that? And then I'll say, well, money's tight. And that, that's my argument. Should Would we have been better? You know, people might say, well, if he comes available, someone like... Uh, you know that they need. You know they need to take that chance and sign someone. But I don't know. I, I think defenses, defense being solid, which it was last year. I think we had didn't we like second or third best defense, something like that. But we scored. I think it's got like forty less goals than Fulham, about twenty odd less than Bournemouth. That what area we need to improve. And have we improved that? Probably it's weaker. I would say with the players going out. I know they did do a lot, but there were still people you could put in. If they all stay fit, though, Kedra, Brewster and Jai Sharp, they could all get 10 each, 11 each, couldn't they? And, I'll you know, stop at that. Like Warnock stays and, you know, Austfield, Shipley, Weber, Cabba. Name an old striker. <laughs> great, great times, aren't it? I do like to, I do like to see a goal scorer get 30 on, though. So we've we've pretty much covered the the transfer business. We've not really mentioned those that went out. Um, not wasting my breath on most of them. Oh um, come on! Apart from McGoldrick, McGoldrick. You know, I think we might have just did we discuss him on the on the end of season review. I think we might have. Did. Probably, I just discuss him every time, regardless of whether he's played or not. Great man, great player. Love him. Will be missed. Rest Brilliant, of him. Rest of him. Just forget it. <laughs> Moussa, Burke, Freeman. Can't think of any others that have moved on. They're the main ones, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear Kadra's video when at the end he, uh, he sounded like he said, Oop the shitter. <laughs> Enjoyed that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Apparently it was up the blades. But I can't mistake that for that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but in German, he, he uh, said right. he had it in German. Nothing to has do got, with the royalty. Has he got a German accent? I've not heard him speak yet. Yeah, he's German, Andrew. Yeah, but you know, he's, I don't know if he moved to Brighton when he was very, very young. Or I think he went like um, I've died, got a clue. I've done no research. I was going to make <laughs> you up like you know. Yeah, no, I think he was like late teens, early twenties. I don't think he's been. There. He was at Dortmund, wasn't he? Was it Borussia Dortmund? <laughs> he was he's uh, he, he was brilliant at Bramall Lane, I thought. But I, you saw him at Ewood, didn't you? I don't know what it was like there. Same again. He just skinned our fullback every time he got. I think it was Bogle the one at Ewood, and obviously Baldock at, at Bramall Lane, and just quick, tricky, like just run at people. Whether because obviously they're going to play more central, aren't they? Whether he'll get the space to to do that as much, but. I think just put him in that role and just let him let him run, let him ah. let him go. Has, uh, has Gibbsy White gone to Forest? Oh, uh, I think Wolves are keeping him. He's been he's been scoring and doing well. Everton made a black twenty five million bid apparently, but I think Wolves have realised that actually could be one of their best players. Yeah. Uh, anyway, bad. let's move. We'll move on to some of the other uh, weird kit. <laughs> I, I, I really don't know. 
where is it? Where is it? Is this some supply chain issues that everyone's blaming? Well, now, now you're talking, Andrew. Stephen Bates here. I've got to tell. I've got to say my name because you don't know who I'm doing an impression of. I thought it was Kevin Gage. Now Kevin Gage is more honest. He's a bit more hang dog and whispery. That is more beat. He's a beat. He's, he's <laughs> get down, get down the market. That's where that's where your kits are. Five for a tenner, ten for a fiver. In your bag, lovely jubbly. Oh shit, we've just timed the deal too late. They've not got him on time. <laughs> but what 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 is going on? Probably that. <laughs> I mean, they used to. Well, he said the... there was all these issues with other clubs not getting the, you know, there was an article in Athletic and I saw the supply issues, materials, whatever. But I'm not aware of any other club that's not got a shirt for the first team. Never mind. I know there's someone got it for fans to buy in the shop. I don't think we even got a kit for the first team to wear on Monday night. There's rumours they're going to reveal it on Monday night. You, we all know what's going to happen. They're going to turn up in that white kit and they're going to say uh, they've approached Football League for special. Uh, dispensation to wear this cheap, shitty knockoff kit. We'll lose, never to say, because material were too heavy, they were rubbing against him. <laughs> I don't know. You, you must be sweating on that kit. Speaking of sweating with that kit, you must be sweating on it. As as a as Sheffield United's premier kit collector, you must be trying to get all of that special. Well, a couple, couple on eBay, let me tell you. Is he? Yeah. You shouldn't have revealed that on here. They'll all be at it now. We're not going to be... I think uh, I'll tell you what the bid's up to whilst you're discussing the kit. Well, we weren't. <laughs> There's nothing to discuss. What, we've, seen a leaked, we've seen a leaked version, haven't we? What, what, what do we think? We, I think we all had mixed opinions on that, didn't I we? I quite like it. Yes, it's all right. It's fine. It's very much I, I, the, the Charlie Hartfield kit, isn't it? I weren't convinced by it. I thought it looked a bit cheap, but I, I'd have to see it in the flesh. How can you tell it's cheap? Or- it just looked cheap on picture. It just looks a bit cheap. <laughs> Colour should- looked really, color look really like kind of... If that's if they've been working on this design for months, I, I think they could do it. It's fine. It's red and white. It's got black pinstripes, you know, stripes in the right place and all that. But like... Um, well, I'm sure. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I just think I could have done better than that. I, how can you, how can you tell it looks cheap though from I a picture? Can. I can just tell. I can just tell. Oh dear. I, I wish we had a time machine. Go back to 94, 93 or something. And you'd be the same. That laces kit or 88 when the aluminum. I can kit. tell you who was. I were at school with him. I don't like rubbish. it's not central, that colour. Them bloody laces are shit. Get it on, get on with it. Bass it. You could have designed a better one. Lime green? What the? What's this? But the thing is, in those days, they didn't have other social media. So often the first time you saw the kit, that lime green kit, the first time you saw it, I think was when you watched like goals on, if you weren't at West Brom, it was on goals on Sunday. I don't think it was even out. I'm sure yeah. that was the first time I saw it. Like, some, hell, some of them did. Some of them, yeah. So like, I remember when when they said, "Oh, the kit's going to launch this summer." I remember just going going to club shop on off chance that they got it yet. You know, like you had to sort of guess, just walk in, and people moan about it these days. Communications are shit. What's going? I need my kit. I need my kit before season start. Oh no! And we just had to like turn up in like mid July and go, "Have you got any kits?" Oh no, not yet. All right, fair enough. See you in a couple oh, of weeks. We'll have a look for you. Yeah. Going back. 
But club shop were always bottom right of where it is now. Yeah, that little shop. Where, yeah. Remember, I just I remember when it just had like yeah. a, a counter almost. You walked in and it was yeah. like an off license sort of thing. Like you said, <laughs> yeah. they had about one of everything. So you didn't have, if you didn't have your side, you had, like you said, you had to go back in a few weeks. But, yeah, but you didn't even know uh, yeah. going to be out. That's what I mean. You'd, you'd like go down yeah. and like, it's, it's season review video out yet. No. When you, when you, when's it going to be? Don't know. Fair enough. See you next week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm not really, I, I think they're missing a treat because obviously they could have sold more pe- people going on their holidays and all that and stuff, but people still buy it. They'll still sell it. But obviously the shelf life of kits now are, are quite sure, aren't they? They're one season and wonder, this is oh, going to be even less. I always wonder why people just start honest. You know, just say it as it is. Whatever it is, just say it rather than, oh, we're going to release it on match day. Just say we've made a mess. And uh, I, I just don't, it's just this constant lying in public life now. Well, they're really not even lying though, are they? They're just not saying, no, which is fair yeah. enough. It's back no, to the old yeah, days, yeah, like I just said. <laughs> The the Nathan uh, Hemingway said uh, said it it it's it's set to possibly be revealed on Monday, which is basically cover for we we don't know, do we? I, I wouldn't be shocked if they turn up in that white kit at Watford on Monday, and then ah. the, the, the key's going to be next Saturday at home when when they when they come out with old Adidas shirt with Adidas taped up on breast, or well, that white one with some red stripes painted on it. Yeah, I think it gives us a, I think it gives us a bit of a bit of something different to talk about. Bit of mystique. Like oh yeah, yeah. Bit of mystery. But, but yeah, it's still a, it's a bit of shit. We haven't got a kit out, any kind of kit. But someone spotted some shorts though on Kadrizek. Some apparently. You've been looking at a man's short. <laughs> no, seriously. Some someone were trying to look up Kadra's trouser leg, I think, and zooming in on photo. On one of his photos, he's wearing some black shorts with like red and white piping at bottom. And uh, I can't remember who it was. Someone someone tweeted tweeted us uh, and I think Chef United away and said, look at this. Look at his shorts. And I, yeah, I think he's right. I can't remember who it were. I'll, uh... Zach said he was uh, doing the Ronaldo celebration on the uh, Arundel Gate near the Odeon last night on his TikTok. What's <laughs> it? Was. I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a star. So, well, we'll come on to your predictions uh, in, in a you. moment. I look forward <laughs> to that. You might. Uh, well, sh- shall we? Shall we talk about what what we think is going to happen? I've I've got a diff- a number of uh, questions categories uh, which are very predictable. But should we? Should we just just go through them and each of us discuss what what, what we think is going to happen? F- firstly, just our feelings for this season. What we think United, what where where they're going to finish, how's it going to go? Uh, Mark, as a fence you can go first. I'm glad you've come to me first because, as, as previously stated, I've done absolutely no prep. And I was saying this to wife on settee. Um, he, you know, just sat on settee before anyone says out. And, um, and, and she said, I think they'll finish six. So that's my that's my prep. I'm going to go with that. And actually, I think that's not a bad call. I think in and around playoffs, not right near top, I think, I think that's. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty sort of fourth to seventh, but yeah, I'm going to say sixth. I've gone uh, last year. I think I went fourth in this pod that we did. And we ended up finishing fifth. Uh, I've got us a little bit lower this time, and I, I know everyone's going to jump up and down and go, "Oh, he's, you know, he's negative." But I've got us eighth. Oh, but, for God's but, sake! But I will say, if we sign a striker, 
you know, it makes a difference. That could push us up to... Oh, look at him putting pressure on Eki here. Fifth, fifth or sixth. <laughs> He's like, uh, Dead Bat's making me sign a striker <laughs> with his predictions. And I, I know that's quite low, but I, I don't see where the goals are coming from. Uh, I, I listened to Red Arf to, uh, today and they said uh, they think Bruce is going to have a, a banner year uh, but I, I'm not I'm not convinced. So uh... a banner year. <laughs> What's one of them? A banner year. Banner American year, right. American phrase. What's it mean? He's having a good season. So. Well, we're going to make banners for him. <laughs> but yeah, lack of goals concerns me. Uh, I think we'll start really slowly again. I think it'll be exactly the same as last season. It'll start really slowly. I'll have to do a bit of manoeuvring in the wind at the end of August, and then I think we'll push up again. Um, sort of towards Christmas, earlier than last season, obviously. But um, yeah, I'm going to go eighth, which, but it could be three or four higher than that with the with the right signing. Andrew, I think same as you, Beads, but not as not as I think higher. I think sixth is for me. But you get a striker. The same as I me, think, then not same as him. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think there's this, a range of probably fourth to eighth. No, I thought exactly what I said as well. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, it's all, it's such a tight division, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Less than like last year was. So, well, I think the obvious thing, again, we think we discussed this last year, is the three relegated teams, and there's always a couple that look strong. I don't think it's necessarily going to be the playoff teams that, that, this time. And I think Huddersfield and Luton might drop off a bit. <laughs> We could be the strongest of the three three losing playoffs, but then there's Middlesbrough, West Brom. Um, I think Coventry will do well this year. I think Millwall will, will do all right as well. But I, the the three I've gone to go up, and um, we'll come on to your two. I've got a bit predictable, but I've got two relegated teams. I think Norwich and Watford. Not sure of the order, but I think Norwich and Watford will go up. Still got lots of players left. I think Burnley have lost their spine in the team and have got a new manager and they've got some good players still. I think they might just miss out. And I'm, I'm sorry to say, I think Wilders Middlesbrough, um, he's signed, signing a couple of strikers today that um, Force from Brentford, I think will be a good signing. He's signing a player from Mallorca. It's meant to be promising. And they've got a fairly solid side already. I think a bit like us, they just needed, needed a striker. Um, so yeah, they're, they're my three. Um, and I've got going down, Rotherham, Birmingham and I've gone Hull but Hull could finish as high as sixth I know that's ridiculous but they've signed loads no they've signed loads of players like from continent that nobody knows anything about loads from Turkish league and if they could be amazing they could be shit and I, I think they're going to be shit so they're my three up three down uh, Andrew yes thank you uh, <laughs> I've gone for West Brom Norwich and Middlesbrough uh, to go up uh, I think I think even though he's a United fans don't like Bruce. I think he knows the championship well, and I think they've got good players, and I think he'll probably get them to click. Norwich and Norwich, and Wilder's Wilder. I think he knows how to get teams up, doesn't he? Uh, surprise Picard, I've put Hull, unlike you as saying... No, but I've, but I've actually acknowledged that I could get it spectacularly wrong. I've, I've, I've realised that. I think, like you said, that lad went to Brentford, didn't he? And they've, they've spent loads of that money on Continental players, so they might Harry, be one of those Harry teams Potter. where they start really well and they might be top of the league at the end of September, but then fall off. But I think they'll be entertaining. And then I'm not—I refuse to say Rotherham. So I've gone Reading, Cardiff, and Wigan to go down. I think Cardiff okay will with that. struggle. No, I think Cardiff will struggle. I think Reading have still got enough decent players. Um, who was your other one? 
Wigan. I think we're going to stay up. You're wrong on that one, but I thought you, I thought, I thought you were going to say they're not even, not even in the chat. <laughs> <That'd be> brilliant. <laughs> not even come up, mate. <laughs> nah, I, I, I think a couple of the promoted teams, I think, will do okay. But I just think Rotherham lost their key players to Wednesday, didn't they? If they'd got, still got Smith and the, the centre back, and they also lost, is it Ladipo? Ladipo, I don't know how you say his name. Yeah. Um, they lost the three best players, and they've not really brought. They brought. Well, anyone players. who signs Connor Washington as as a as as a sort of clutching it. Well, you Connor know, Washington that... And, that, and that Tommy's from Hull, they, they just, they're not, they're not yeah, good enough. Hold on a minute. I'd rather him sign Connor Washington. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. I'm getting mixed with Connor Salmon. Washington's not, he's not awful, is he? I think he's probably grow. worse than Salmon. In, in some <laughs> <way>. <laughs> I remember that game he had away at Brentford. He was absolutely amazing, Washington. We weren't amazing. He put one cross in for a game. Wrong, Pete. I remember, <laughs> I remember, go back Who to crosses? four. I think he, <laughs> He was bulky, he was quick, he was fast. So I think fat. what him mid-table. <laughs> yeah. so, Mark, what you got up and down? Uh, Norwich to win it, obviously, because they always do. <laughs> it's just what they just current yo-yo club, aren't they? Um current. Second, what? They've been yo-yoing for God, 20 years. Yeah, true. But second, I know everyone thinks they're not going to be as good as the but I think Burnley, maybe. And then playoffs are going to be sort of, I agree with you, Middlesbrough, Watford, West Brom, and then there'll be two or three others scrabbling around, including us. And then to go up out of playoffs, I think it'll probably be, well, it'll be Middlesbrough, West Brom final, and probably West Brom will go. There you oh. go. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than bottom, because as I say, anyone who signs kind of Washington is really, really scraping barrel. Um, last. Season's tip for the top from Andrew Womble, Reading to also go down. He did. He predicted them to like win leagues. Yeah, he predicted them. He? he said Reading to be a dark horse. They feel yeah, like fifth from so, bottom. So I think they're going to go down. And then I don't think. I think Birmingham. I think they'll survive. I think they'll be all right. I think Blackpool probably the other one. Yeah, I think they will drop off. To fair, I had Uddersfield in bottom three last year, and look what look what they did. So there's always going to be one or two that. Uh, the opposite ends and surprise you, and and that's that's football. That's Prince William. This no one impressed me last year, other than hard <laughs> to please this lad, isn't he? <laughs> they didn't though. Even the good teams were crap at Bramall Lane, weren't they? Like Fulham got hammered, Middlesbrough got hammered, yeah. uh, Forest. They were the best team that I saw at Bramall Lane. So crack on. All right, we'll go on to uh, United's player of the season. Uh, we'll start with uh, with you this time, Andrew. Who's going to be the player of the season? One name. I've gone for Sander Burge, if, if, he, uh, if he stays. Mark? Uh, Foddering him. <laughs> no, I I've, I've not even thought about this. Um, oh, that's difficult, isn't it? You don't know who's going to play. I think... Of of the ones that you think if if it like you said if he stays, Berger's going to be pretty good in most games, isn't he? But it's hard to pick because I'd always go for someone safe. Like Basham always performs when he plays, but I think he's I don't think he's going to start the season. I, I think he'll end up in the team, but I don't think he's going to start the season. Uh, so I'm going to have to just copy off Andy. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I had Berg if he stays. Uh, if he goes, I think it might be Endai. Even though I think he might have dips, I think he'll probably. I think he might end up. 
scoring the most goals for us this season and and being one of our main main threats sort of thing. He obviously, he's got to stay more consistent. But so yeah, I think the problem we've got is, and I think this is what you have with being in the championship and not the Premier League is you haven't got anybody that's proper in the middle of a, a golden patch in their career, are, are they? And uh, it's like. And Jai, maybe, but he could also be absolutely shit. Yeah, it's so, not part of his career, isn't he? Could have just been a bit of a flashing pan and, and that's him done. See see you yeah. in conference in three years, son. But yeah. hopefully he can kick on and just be that star. That I, I hope so, because he really impressed me at certain games last year. He's got oodles so. of oodles of ability. He just needs to be consistent and just needs to stay fit. And yeah, yeah. I think he could be a great player, but he won't be for us if he does those things. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah, we've, we we say that every year, don't we? That if he, if if he does this and if he carries on doing that, and yeah, he'll be a top player for somebody else come January. What's the What's the perfect club to support where you keep players, but you aren't an absolute sellout? Of a club, Le- Leicester maybe. Yeah, good point. Yeah, Leicester. One, one league. You've, you've like cracked it. Where, where'd he go from there, though? Exactly. You're not going to win yeah. Champions League, are they? I know. You need yeah, to be you've won, you've won the Premier League as Leicester City. Yeah, but you, you want to do that in the and, season, the last season won, before you die or something. But they've won the FA Cup as well since, haven't they? So, yeah. Leicester. Yeah. I, might, I might start <laughs> point Leicester. Yeah, go for it. It's only an hour down there, one, isn't it? The, fog, the, fox, the Foxy Club. <laughs> oh. Always further, always further than I think, Leicester. Get to Loughborough and you're bloody hell. Another 20 minutes. I lived there for three years, so I can attest yeah. that it is a little bit further. I lived there before it got good. No, so I lived there when Martin O'Neill, Martin O'Neill was there. No, Martin O'Neill was there when, when I was at uni there. And they were... They were that were good. That were good. Yeah, good, good. yeah like Lennon, Walsh, uh, Heskey, Guppy, all them. Like, is, Matt, Matt, is it? Uh, is it? Was, yeah. No, it was, it? yeah. It was, it? yeah. <laughs> they won't leak up. Didn't they leak up twice, yeah. eight, eight times? Used to see them time. all drinking in bars in Leicester. Here we go, this is where it starts. Next no, it was, end of the, like, that time when drinking account, you know, like late 80s, early 90s, it's sort of coming out as Wenger came into Game so it'd be nice, but they were still going out like in bars. In like, well, you're about late 80s, you were 10 in late 80s. Well, I know I was 10, but in terms of the <laughs> drinking culture of football, like we like sort of that Robson era, weren't it? McGrath and everything. Uh, they had Walsh and, and uh, Adams, yeah, two uh, center halves at Leicester, Walsh and Elliot, yeah. They had uh, Lennon in midfield, Robbie Savage, they like to drink a lot of them, but successful. But yeah, he's, he's, this is clearly going to lead on to him seeing Mark Morrison, and then and then he went down. He, he needed to get some fruit and veg in him because he had a bit of scurvy, and he, he went down to market. And Gary Lineker served him, and uh, I can't even think of anyone. He went to Willie Thorne's uh, snooker club. Actually, oh, there you go. You see, I can't remember. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. You were uh, going to support Leicester. You've emigrated to Leicester, and you're now a Leicester. <laughs> Long way. He yeah, said another, it, long way. Another absolute crap ground. Pointless. Fucking pointless. Yeah, they're all the same, them shit, aren't they? Right, um, we'll power. move on. Uh, leading leading goal scorer, Mark? Um, Billy Sharp. No, I'm joking, of course. Um, and Jai. I'll jump in and I, I think Ndai. I think Sharp will not play as much. Just, I know we say every year, but it's inevitable it's going to happen at some point. A few injuries, a bit older. 
I think we might sign someone else who might be the leading scorer, hopefully. But as it stands, I think, yeah, but it won't be many. It'll be 11, like, it'll be. Yeah, 11, 12, something like that. Uh, Andrew? I'm going for it. I'm going to go Rian Brewster. I'm going to give him the confidence boost he needs. <laughs> but he's sat at home now and he's literally jumping up like, yes, I'm, I'm, that's it now. It's not Andrew, Twitter, is it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, let him know if he is on it that I've, I've backed him. Yeah, no. Back You're on Twitter. Thought you were on the two here. How many is he going to score, Andrew? 18. And go for it, lad. Go for I it. Think, I think he'll score less than 10 this season. I think okay. Seven or eight. I don't totally disagree with what you're saying, but I'm going to be you optimistic. You do, because you've just said 18. <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me if he flops again. But the, the, one, the one bit of research I did, or research I did before before this pod, earlier this week I was less busy than I was towards end of the week, so I thought, right, I'll start by listening to last season's season preview, see what we talked about and that. I started on in background while we were while I were working. And I made some ridiculous claim, and it turned out to be true, so I'm going to have to say it again, where I basically said, think of a number, what you think Rian Brewster's going to score. Have you thought of it? He'll score nearer to zero than that number. And I think I'll probably say the same again. I hope, I really, really hope I'm wrong and that he gets 18, 20, like Andy says, but I, d- I don't see it coming off for him in the way we've been playing. And if we're going to carry on playing like that, it just doesn't seem to click for him in that way. What, what do you see the future for Oliver McBurney uh, and how many goals can he'll score, Andrew? Well, I, I was, I, I prepped myself before I came on. I was just saying, I was, I, again, I'm going to be positive. I hope he can do well, but I don't think he will. He needs to get. He needs to just survive his court case next week. That's his well, first target. I know that's a joke. Ah, Brewster's been cleared, hasn't he? Has he been fit? He's not even played any player. He's not even. No, he's meant to be. He's back on the grass uh, today, and uh, apparently, should, yeah. Well, apparently, should be. He should be in contention for the the press at uh, Preston at uh, Millwall game week on Saturday. Him and Doyle uh, apparently back in training. I don't. I don't think Hackingbottom and McCall definitely. They're not thick, are they? So they must be seeing something in training that means that they don't want to spend money on a striker. But for me, looking in, I'd have spent everything on the striker. I, no, I'm with you on that. I think the two young lads seem like Liverpool and Newcastle apparently after a solar. I know it's just probably just Twitter talk, but like. Him and Jebison, they're not they're nowhere near ready for me. And to me, they both need another season. Well, Basula's first, they need a season out alone. Um but, you know, they'll probably stay because we haven't really got anyone else, but they're they're not ready. They're just raw young lads who might may be good, but um they'll they'll go and score like twenty goals each. The new Dean in the garden, I've said that hopefully. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. Him and, and Jay as well. How I'm many sure. grol how many grolches have you had, Andy? Uh just two and a half. Just keeping an eye on you. Okay, so as, as his wife asked you to just keep an eye on well, 20, him. 29th looks busy behind, that's all. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, next question. Who do you think will do better for us than than people might think this season? Or you might think someone's going to be a bit of a surprise. Uh, Andrew? I, I don't know. I didn't know what to put here when you put the agenda out. So I've just gone Fleck. And I know people love Fleck. But for me, he's been massively disappointed since lockdown. But you never know. You never know. They might bring back the old 
half Con- like a contract year, isn't it? As well, yeah, exactly. You get a good oh. flag, a fit flag, and he's a good player, very good player. But we're just not seeing, and we're seeing it less and less now. The the run of good games, we, we, we're just not seeing it. And I watched bits of pre season. And it was just like, oh, come on, like, why can't you get yourself fit? You've been doing this. You've been, this is your job now. Like, it's not an excuse to show up from every year. I come back and text me a while. No, this is your job to be fit. And I just don't think he takes the game. I, th- I think McBurney's enough. I don't think they take the game seriously enough. And I know I'll probably get slammed for that. And I don't see what goes on. But what I see on the field, which is where it matters, then I don't see him being fit enough and strong enough and quick enough. That, you know, those things that you get by training better. You think you're fitter than Flacken McBurney? No, I don't think I am, but I'm not a professional footballer, am I? He's got a point there. Well, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say it to annoy you. I'm a, I'm a professional. Just... I'm just a professional critic. <laughs> Sorry, Amos. No, but you are very fit, aren't you? you? Go on massive bike rides every. every like, day. I'm not every day. I John, if I had a race with John Fleck, say I had a 1500 meter race with John Fleck and McBurney, they're still going to beat me, aren't they? I don't know about Fleck. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's a ridiculous thing to say, but I would have question marks over that. Three and three quarter laps, me against McBurney and Fleck. We'll I think it'd be a lot closer than you think. Let's get it on. Let's, let's get it organised. <laughs> let's do it. I'd love to see that. You and Fleck. A vet and cram. I think you can do it. I think you should do a decathlon, actually, because I think I'm going to say you should do a sprint and a long distance. But thinking about it, you should do what? Get calendar down. Full decathlon. <laughs> Fleck and Beden round round the track. At, I reckon I beat. I reckon I beat McBurney at a sprint, hundred meter sprint. There you go, three way three way decathlon. <laughs> it's on. Yeah. Anyway, so who do you think is going to do better, Mark, this season? Um, it's just a bit of a stupid answer. Not stupid as is, but Norwood, simply because everyone's writing him off. Every time you look on Twitter, people are saying, oh, shit, his legs have gone. He's not going to play this season. It's all about Doyle and Berg sitting and all this sort of stuff. I think you made that up. No, seriously. No, when he put his post on this week, because he's had a go at like, he's come, he said, I come off Instagram because I play nine good balls and one shit ball. And everyone had to say, what a shit ball it was. Have you seen his quotes this week? And... Uh, but everyone's replied saying, no, we'll be really sorry when you, you know, you're gone. Like one of them, we won't know what he's gone till it, you know, till he leaves the club. And I agree. I think people realise now, you know, he's not perfect. He has odd crap game. He has got his faults, but he is really important. And if we take him out of the team, we're not as good. He, when he, he plays well, game. we play well. When he plays well, we play well. It's simple as that every single game. And and I, well, I, no, I'll say it later when we, well, on the thing no one else will predict. I've only just thought of it, but he could I think for that. But. I think the only bad spell Norwood's had is when we went down. But even so then, he weren't every... that bad. But people, he got so much stick, and people saying he shouldn't be in team. We need to drop I, him. He's crap. And I think it's because of the mistakes he made of like not going into a tackle fully, or it just winds people up, doesn't it? But I think he's been brilliant player for he us has. since he joined. Brilliant player. So yeah, it's one. It, like I said, it's a stupid pick, but. I think I think for some I think people think he might might not play many, but I think he'll be a big player again this season. I do. Uh, I've gone for a, one of the newcomers. I think uh, Doyle, Michael Doyle, as Kevin Gage called him uh, <laughs> last week. Uh, I think he'll be really good. I think I think because we are looking for that kind of up and down play midfield bit of creative. I don't think it's different sort of players, kind of Gibbs White, but 
I think he'll be, I think he might surprise us. Uh, you know, eye for a pass can score. Uh, yeah. You say surprises, but again, I'm only going off what I see on social media. And, I, and to be honest, I don't scour it, but everyone's convinced he's going to be a world beater. He's, I've seen him on YouTube. He's bloody brilliant. He's, he's best midfielder in country. He's certainly best in championship. He's I think him. he... He went to um, Ham- Hamburg, I think it was, and he didn't. He did, was it Hamburg? He went to, I, yeah, I think yeah. It was, and he and he didn't do. He didn't do very well at all. He ended up uh, coming back, and at Cardiff he did okay. They quite liked him, but it was sort of mixed reviews. What I read, uh, I've not seen like United fans, but they go over at top of every signing. Like when that cadre were going to sign, and they were like, "If we don't get him, we're we're down. If we get him, we're up. like people just go over at top." But. Um, yeah, I think he'll be good. I think he'll 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 be better than sort of maybe neutrals think the United fans. Who's going to be worse for us, or than than perhaps we think? Who's going to have a drop off, uh, Mark Doyle? <laughs> <laughs> no, I genuinely. Well, no, I'll, I'll again. I'll save it for the next bit. But I I think I I don't know. I, I think one of those two that we've signed that everyone's sort of pinning the ropes on it isn't going to be anywhere near as good as we hope they're going to be. That's just a pessimistic way of looking. I think it could be either of them. Um, honestly, I think you got to name one. Why do I? Can't I just say so that's, like, that's the whole point. <laughs> We've got questions. You need to say a, a player, right? Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say Doyle. Actually, I'm going to say he's just not going to he's not going to be in team much. I, I think I, I just think one of them will end up not fitting in. It's not it's not <laughs> going to go well for one of them. I think, and that sounds like I'm just being randomly pessimistic for the sake of it, but. It's not often that United have bought four or five players in a closed season and then they've all just gelled and they've all played all season. So I just think I just think one of them that we're pinning our hopes on isn't going to cut it. Well, I've gone for a newcomer who I think will be worse for us, and I've I've gone for Kieran Clark, who I think wrong wrong age, you know, not a player that I've been particularly impressed with. I've seen him for Villa and Newcastle. Before. I think he'll start the season and I think he'll be replaced by Jackie Robinson quite quickly and I think he'll he'll end up being a bit of a hurahan he'll just not play very much and then just run his con run his loan down. Uh, might be wrong, might be wrong, but that's mine. Kieran Clark. Andrew? I've gone for Njai because I think uh <laughs> you said he's going to be leading score. <laughs> no, I think oh, no, no I didn't. I didn't no, say I did. that. I didn't all right. at all. I think he's just got that in him where it might go wrong. Hopefully I'm hopefully I'm wrong and it, he does he does really well. It's a shit question, and I've just come up with an answer that I well, don't. Have you, have you got any questions? Uh, no, I haven't. But you, you're the master. You're the master of this, aren't you? So I, I don't. If anyone's got any other questions, they would like to. The other one that they had was something that might be a big shock. United wise can be off the field, on the field. By the end of the season, something's going to happen that not many people will think is going to happen, and then we'll list back this pod and go. Bloody hell, them tufty guys knew what they were on about. Did they know that? Andrew? Again, I've gone for, I don't even know how far away from being fit he is, but I've put Bogle as being the top goal scorer. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be playing till about November. God, how crappy the rest of them going to be. That's what I mean. I don't think, I don't think many will score. Hey, I admire you for going for something. Off the Much wall. above I 10. I like that. I like that. So I, like I think that. nine might be enough and mm. he might get that. Mark? Mine's linked to what I've just been saying about best and worst players. I think that come 
I think we'll have a crappy start. I think it'll be a bit patchy again. And I think come October-ish, the team will basically be the team that Hecky took uh, at the end of the Premiership season. It'll basically yeah, be... Bash and Robinson back Yeah, there'll, there'll, be, there'll, be one, there'll be one or two throughout the team that, that sort of obviously... Well, no, most of them have been with us, haven't they? I, th- I think the vast majority of the team, I think one of them will one of them will still be in the team. I think it'll be either Kadra or Doyle. One of them is going to do all right. I genuinely think that come sort of October, we'll be playing the core of that wilder hecking bottom team. My prediction is uh, hecking bottom won't be the manager this time next year when we're doing this pod. Gone to Real Betis. Just, I just don't think it'll be the manager this time next year. I just think... There'll be either a change of ownership or things won't work quite as well. I don't think we're going to be like kind of Yukanovich type. We're going to be sacking him or anything like that. But I think there'll be a fallout or something will happen. And it's just United United way, isn't it? I just think uh, he, he won't be here at the end of the next day. Could be. I hope I'm wrong because we talk about this long term vision and all this. But m- maybe it's my uh, cannonball talking, <laughs> which is seven, not cannon handball, it's 7.4%. But yeah. Hecky not to be manager when we record this pod this time next season. A sad day. What, that we're doing another one of these next year? Yeah, I <laughs> so, Yeah, that's it. Is there anything else we want to... Any predictions, thoughts ahead of the new season? If you just do a quick quick Watford preview and, and discuss Tufty's plans for the future. Have we got any? No. I think we've we've told everyone what's going to happen. So please come back in a year and and listen to us. Uh, it's bad enough coming back to listen to us at any point, but uh, uh, don't like the fact that we're not playing opening weekend on the first you know the first first day. That's that causes me issues. How do you two feel about that? That we're not kicking off the same time as others. It's a bit rubbish. But, and, and we do keep doing this, don't we? We like sometimes play on Friday or, or in this case, on, on Monday. How are we going to say Sunday then? I love us as opening game, don't they? Uh, Always. Do they never learn? Um, but Birmingham last year, wasn't it? Friday night. It saved yeah. us from a rail strike, hasn't it? I think. Yeah. I think we'd have probably bought tickets, not looking at not looking at the fact that rail strikes on. Then we'd have been on bloody supporters bus or something, wouldn't we? And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It, it saves us from all that. So, well done, Sky. Thanks. I, I don't like the fact it's all stilted. Like, you know, there's obviously Friday night, Monday night, I can deal with that. But, like, Championship starts this week, Premier League week after. To me, it's always, it always does. It's always been it? like that. Has yeah. it? Mm. Yeah. What I don't like is, we, well, we're not starting in July, but most of them are, aren't they? And it's just bloody, bloody stupid World Cup in bloody winter. Zach's just told me a start that every time we've opened the season on a Monday night, we've been relegated. Oh, there you go then. That's your shocking start. We're going to go down. Uh, also, do you know how many away, when we started the season away from home, obviously it's been, been a split over you know, a period of time. Uh, how many times have we won away from home on opening day in the last, well, last 30 odd years? None. It doesn't go away back to... West that West Brom game you talked about. West Brom, West Brom, uh, 1989, so 30, whatever, 33 years. But there's been one other away win. We were there, Mark. Alden. Well done, Andrew. Thank you. Oh, Maguire. Yeah. Maguire Brace. Yeah, uh, I think it might have been, I want to say Creswell. I might be wrong. <laughs> Why do you want to say Creswell? Hate, hate, hate memories of that day. I can't remember. Yeah, they're all a bit. Them greater <laughs> Manchester days never, mm. never end. Rip, 
in a way that you can remember. Oh, what, what we think? What we thinking? What we thinking for Monday? Uh, I say I have to take it. We both we're all watching it on our individual settees. Come round if you want. We'll get on the settee together and, and watch it. Watch the Hornets. Right. I'm not sure if I'll take my eyes off your calendar. To be honest, <laughs> uh, it's a difficult one. I think Monday. I think it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> If any three any three outcomes are possible, I'm going to go optimistic again. I think we'll win two one. There you go, Mark. Um, not two one. Oh, it's frozen. I don't think it'll be two one. Um, or maybe it will. Two one either way. One one could could be any of the three results. No, um, I. I think we've all had Watford near top, haven't we? And, I, and I, I've already said we're going to start badly. So, uh, lose 2-0, probably. 2-0, to be honest, uh, before you got cut off. So, uh, it's, I think you were secretly <laughs> listening. No, I, I think we'll lose the first game. I think it'll be a slow start because he's losing Monday, probably drawing the first home game and it being, being a while before we get the first win. And I, I think it is important we, we get a better start than last season. But um, I don't know. They've got a new manager, haven't they? Well, they, I, yeah, they I, I don't think they're going to set the world alight, Watford. I really don't. Talk to me about their players, Andrew. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even know their players in the Premier League. Would you? I wouldn't. I'm, I'm being they sarcastic. They, they've got they've got a lot of international, continental players. It's not a very British-based squad, I know that. But um, they've still got Saar up front. They've still got a few other players that, are, you know... Going to cause problems for us with pace and running behind. I think it's going to be a difficult first game, but I'd rather play one of the relegated teams away first than probably once they've hit the hit the straps. Is that a phrase? It's, it's that bit of straps. I know it worries you, Beads. It's that fact that the engine room hasn't been upgraded really. That worries it worries me. It's, it's the one bit that I think it frustrates hell out of me. I think if we sign, Mark said it's sign a defensive midfielder that could run up and down. Doesn't have to be that brilliant a footballer. Just covers things, breaks things up, almost like a a younger mobile Guediara. Uh, I've said that wrong, but that sort of player and a and a big bastard up front who can put himself about a bit, hold it up, bring the likes of Endai Berg, some of the cadre into play, get them two players in. I'm changing my eight to second or third. But so Mark Patterson and Wayne Allison. Mark Pass, Wayne Allison, and we're up, lads. We're up. No, Patterson. <laughs> Patterson, the most underrated player that's ever been at Bromley Lane. Fantastic. I won't go as far as the most, but they were they were run. We've, we've said this before yeah. on that um, on that pod of he Ian was... Bryson. Ian Bryson is the most underrated player I've ever. No, had. Patterson yeah. was because didn't he get about fifteen goals in one season? Patterson. I remember him scoring on just. Nah, it's a joke. That I remember him scoring on Boxing Day at Bert. Yeah, Edith from Birmingham. Edith from halfway line, weren't it? it was, yeah. And they Absolutely. and they count fifteen times. Yeah. I did yeah, like that. Fucking what a team that were! God, yeah. I'd love to be, love to go back, Kendall. You put your Avec uh, diamond yeah. shirt on, baggy uh, Avec shirt. Exactly. Have you bought the? Have you kids? Have you bought the retro Avec kit? Or did you not need to, Pete? I've already got that one. Uh, really yeah. arrogant. <laughs> I've already got that. It was a bit that. I've already got that. <laughs> no, nah, I, I like the, what they're doing though. My son bought the yellow and brown one. Um, it's quite expensive though. Like 40, 40 quid, was it? 40, 40 quid? 
Fotty. Yeah, Fotty. Fotty. Fotty quid. quid. I've had a great time. <laughs> I bought a yellow and brown shirt. Miss one. Uh, well, he's yeah. got something to so, show for it, though. Well, yeah. yeah. You've got two people in life, haven't you? Two different types of people in life. You've got people that keep kits from being a young pe- person and those that don't. And those that don't are now regretting it, aren't they? Exactly. I had all those. Didn't all you I... needed is a big loft at your mother, mother and father's. I did and, have a big uh, loft. I don't know what's happened to your loft. <laughs> I genuinely don't. I've got all my, I've got all my programs from then, but the kits, the ones that I'd rather have, because programs are sh- nothing, though, are they? I went a bit haphazard with my what I kept and what I got rid of. I got rid of the fluo one. What consciously got rid of it? It, it just went at some point. I, th- I think, you know, as in, like, they probably said, oh, this, this can go for bin or charity shop or so-and-so yeah. down the street or whatever. And I probably just went... Yeah, but, but that was, like, probably yeah. 30 years ago, Andy. So it's not, like, recently where you think... Yeah, but, why would, got... but why would you do that? Because why... why where's because... all your shirts? In fairness... Well, exactly. <laughs> I, had, I had England's 86. Yeah. I'd love <laughs> to have that now. And yeah, it I, had fit, that, it? I had that in cardboard box. Yeah. Come in a box, didn't it? Like, replicate, replicate. Kit, yeah. And then, but that kit and the fluorescent kit, I'd probably grow out of. I were obviously, I would, I were only like 10, 12, whatever. Yeah. Probably, well, well, younger for 86 kit, way younger. So that's probably why I let them go. The, the earliest kit I've got that I, that was actually mine is that yellow kit afterwards, you know, with red and black on sleeves. I've still got the laces one without the laces. Oh, I've got that as well, yeah. What did you do with your laces? Put them in your shoes? I don't know. I remember <laughs> having Roger Nielsen on my back, his actual autograph, and that's faded now. So, sad days. Anyway, so we're losing at Watford. Bad start. Um, are we Are we going to be regular? Tough, tough. What, what's, what's the plans for, the, for this season in terms of social, social meetups, match days? We haven't really discussed this. is Because obviously COVID was still in, in effect. That's obviously... There, but it's still there, but you know everything's kind of open. Are we are we going to meet up more? Or are we just going to not bother? Take it game oh. by game, each game at a time. How are you two going to stay on top of the, the podding after a game? Well, that's it. That's are we? What? How, how are we doing it? What is it still going to be zooming? Are we? Are we back to the bars? Or... We'll have to put it to the vote because when we said that, when we said when we thought last, this season just gone, we're going to be back in pubs and stuff, and it sort of didn't. Um, we said, oh, yeah, we're back to the showroom. And people basically said they didn't want it. They said, uh, too loud, not long enough. But I don't, I don't know why they want it longer. Yeah, I, I quite like doing the pub, pub one because you just you meet up, have a couple of beers, you talk about the game, and you record, and it's done then. Um, it, it, it has an impact. I like doing it, don't get me wrong, like the reports, but it ends up being like your whole, like my missus is like, Oh, you're doing a report or you're doing a podcast. And before you know it, I've had a full day United base, which isn't a bad thing for me, but for the family, is it? Is it? It's probably even better know. for them, isn't it? <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> probably. <you> go, <laughs> wishing I could do something else. TV show on top. Sitting in with Al hey, and, uh, get right in. in. <laughs> We'd have to find a, a, a venue, a good venue for it, uh, whether, whether it could still hold The ambiance has got to be right, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, Chad's coming over from the states. He wants to meet up for the uh, you know the first match. He's, he's up for meeting some of the uh, some of the podcasters. So that you know, it'd be nice if you two could uh, come and come and say hello. He's coming with his girlfriend. So, uh, Sabine, am I, am I okay to ask a question? Yeah, yeah. 
So what? <laughs> what's your, what's your perfect match day experience, Dave? Um, what from getting up out of bed in the morning? Yeah, let's, just, let's, give me. Let's assume you're dressed. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've got dressed. Um, I'd like. In the morning, I'd, I'd like, Saturday morning, I'd like to go for a, a bike ride out to the peaks or a run, you know, just to get the endorphins going. No, no, you're having a perfect match day experience. So yeah, I have yeah. an hour or so doing that. Probably a run rather than a bike ride Saturday morning. Come back, uh, scoop up the dog uh, and the wife, um, go for a coffee somewhere local, Mearsbrook Park, you know, nice little coffee shop around there just to have a wander through the park. Come back home and then head, head, into, head into town and meet, Either yourself, Mark, my uncle, a couple of beers, a bit of chat, go to the lane, good win, come home, record a pod, have a takeaway, go to bed. Okay, perfect. About you, Andrew? Oh, no, it's not about me, this. Mark? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, it's been weird this last, last year because like, none of that's really happened. We've not really done it properly, have we? Um, I think we had that one meet up at Triple Point, and we've had maybe one other, maybe two others. I don't know. Like, I'm really sad, really sad that we've not had a chance. We haven't met up, uh, regardless of any pod stuff. Uh, it's been a dark time that we've, you know, we just see each other on three little squares on a screen. Bloody COVID. Uh, and uh, we, we do make need to make a commitment that we uh, that we meet up more and not every week necessarily because we'd all be sick of each other after a few weeks. <laughs> but uh, we, we do need to have more socials and try and get some away games if we can. Yeah, and, and this is it. I was just going to say exactly that. My ideal match day is an away game. And and that's that sounds ridiculous because obviously there's nowhere better to watch football than Bramall Lane. Um, a couple of Carlins, a bit, bit of coke in the toilet. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I take it all back. These these last few years, it's not been as good. Although, when when it's basically the best one is when you get at one of them sort of fifteen hundred attendance away ends. So you've just got your your, your right mix of people, i.e., all cokeheads with lower loyalty points aren't there. Um, and yeah, just just a good a good train journey of a good distance, so you can have either a couple of tins or just get there really early and then do it when you're there. Tin is for way back, but yeah, just exploring exploring a city with 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 you two, eating pretentiously, drinking pretentiously, fannying around, heading towards ground. Obviously, that's the worst bit. Coming back and then just again messing around in a different area or whatever that city is, getting on train cans. Get back. Phones run out of battery. You're in trouble. Your wives humbling <laughs> <laughs> in. Yeah, but you know what I mean. It's and then but we haven't yeah. done that. We haven't done that for so long now. That pre pre COVID. Yeah, but I'm looking at the away fixtures, and we still can't do that because yet again we, we've dropped a, we've dropped a division, and we think, oh yeah, so, well, yeah we're back on for three o'clock kickoffs. First three o'clock away kickoff, I think, unless I've missed one, is. Uh, I can't even find. Oh no, it's Preston, which is a good away trip, by the way. And lots but, of tickets, so. Um, too many cokeheads, but it's fine because Preston police quite well. Andy will get enough loyalty points for uh, for, for Preston. But you're going to say <laughs> you get on cocaine. <laughs> Let me look at my calendar then. Number what date's that? Well, it's currently Saturday, seventeenth September. Although you know, last year I well previous year I said Jack Jack O'Connor won't, won't play a game for his every game, uh-huh. and that turned out to be right. Last season I said, "Oh no, I'll take it all back. He'll play this season." That were wrong. 
uh, trying to be too positive. I then said I'll race him to have a, a perfect cruciate ligament. I might be in for me operation on, on, my, on my knee, that is, not that yeah. other one I might be going in for. Um, <laughs> uh, so I don't know if I'll be on my feet by then, but then therefore, and, and you can have my loyalty points to the rich get richer. So, you know, Oof. but hopefully I will. But Saturday, 17th September, unless what Sky about, move it yet again. Press what it. about Hull? Hull away? Ooh, did your Sunday. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Preston it is, Manchester. Manchester, Over. Northern Quarter, yeah. planting about, as previously mentioned. Well, it's, it's, a, de- it's a decent distance now, Manchester. Preston, isn't it? It's not like... It's not that, it's not that far. It's not that bad. If Preston you've had a, fine. When, you, when you've had a few drinks, it's not that far. And we it's... found some decent bars in Preston as well, didn't we? Yeah, we sort did, of give yeah. everyone slip and found them two yeah. quiet ones. And then uh, coppers are always friendly there. Normally nice weather. Back, back to that... Um, Cocktail bar where Simon Hill was sick, and then uh, and then home again on train, but via some tinnies from that shitty Waitrose on way up. Yep, looking good. But well, uh, are you gonna meet? Are we gonna meet next next Saturday, innit? Or are you not bothered? Yeah, I'm I bothered. You know, I'm mm. definitely bothered. That's sad. Uh, might meet some of the pod 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 lads. Uh, I'm not even asking where they're going. But I enjoyed that though. I enjoyed meeting them in the season. I'm not saying it's gonna be a regular thing because uh, <laughs> I've, I've... to get. No, no, but like my uncle goes and he like he doesn't want to do with them. No, he does. He does. He doesn't park up there, and uh, and my wife's got a bloody season ticket this year. As she well. hasn't. She has, yeah. Her and Zach. Glory hunting. Glory hunting. We think we can even go. They didn't. They sat on the cop though, but they'll they they obviously she's well involved with the rainbow blade, so she's on cop. Go. Yeah, yeah. Have she seen toilets on there? <laughs> I'll enjoy that. She'll do it for a year and then she'll quit again. She'll not. She'll move it halfway season. <laughs> I can guarantee it should be should be next to you, second half of season. Can have Andy's seat when he quits after his few years of going again. Fucking <laughs> hell! Uh, you I moved again, Andy. You moved no, every uh, year. <laughs> I wanted to get near you, didn't I? But now I'm same place. <laughs> Just a dream. Invite you to his settee. Talking about. <laughs> Preston away would be lovely, guys. So if you can help me out, we'll meet. We'll meet up. We'll meet up next week, and uh, we'll we'll definitely get a we'll get a pod in. I've, I've done a season uh, pre- preview as well that I've put. I'm going to put on our WordPress uh, that I'll send out. I think uh, the pinch is going to is going to put it out there as well this weekend. So uh, where I predict oh, all the oh brilliant! Please, please send it over. Please. I've already sent it, Andrew. All right. <laughs> could he, could he sound it any more sarcastic there? <laughs> Right, I'm gonna have to get off. I've got. Yeah, well, you've cal- oh, I can see on your calendar. <laughs> yeah, I've got things to do. It's been good. It's been good. We'll see you yeah. next end of end of the season, Andrew. Yeah, I'll see you uh, in Europe, Napoli, in a couple of years. Okay. All the best. Arrivederci. <laughs>